I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Oh, yes, we are jamming. It is still a victory Monday, and you have tuned in to the Fanatical Elves Network. I'm John, and we are celebrating the Browns' takedown of those Ratbirds. No, not the Ravens, the freaking Ratbirds. Oh, have you had a good day, Browns fans? Hasn't it just been glorious from the moment? The sun came up and even when it went down tonight, we are still celebrating as we should. The Browns have only gotten to this mark of six and three. I think I added it up about seven times in the last 36, 37 years. A few of those times happened back in the day, back in those mid eighties. Oh yes. Don't we miss those moments? when the Browns uh, had Marty Schottenheimer as head coach, those great teams, you know, they were pretty good. I know I've talked about this before on this network. They were pretty good. Uh, We all love Bernie and we still love Bernie, but really realistically you go back and look and you just, the, the, the idea of what, 
what the world would have been like back in the day if, if those teams, if we had social media like we are now, like if we had this podcast, you know, there was nothing like a podcast back in 1986. It's so, it's just the idea. These uh, things are funny, but the Browns, you know, they've, they've reached this point at six and three about seven times. Actually, one of the last times before, you know, Stefanski's been here before old steady Eddie. Yep. He's got in here before um, back in 2020, which is a good sign. The Browns actually ran off four straight. They were five and two lost the game, then bounced back and won the next four. They beat the, uh, I mentioned this before they beat the Texans, the Eagles, the Jaguars and oh, that's right. And then they beat Tennessee in that fourth game where they kind of ran away from it in the first half. So the other guy that was in that mix as far as coaches uh, that had gotten the Browns to the six and three record was, that's right, Mike Pettant. Yeah, remember him? Um, 2014. Do you remember that season? Wow. Yeah, we all do. Brian Hoyer, actually. Yes, that's right. Brian Hoyer uh, helped lead the Browns to a really great start that year. And that also was when Johnny Manziel was still with the Browns. And the front office wanted to see Johnny play, and the rest is history. We all know how the season kind of panned out for that team. But that that 2014 season was pretty good one for the Brownies. After that moment, all hell broke loose, and we had some of the worst coaching of all time come through Cleveland in, in one Hugh Jackson. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let's not just – we'll avoid talking about Hugh. But now we're talking about – Good old Steady Eddie and these brownies. I'm telling you, Steady Eddie was awesome with his energy and his just his enthusiasm. You know, you knew you had a fighter's chance yesterday in that game. I did at least watching him and the Browns. There was a variety of reasons we can all be excited about what what we saw from the tush push or whatever. You know, the entire symbolic view of the Browns players pushing Jerome Ford virtually through the air for another five or six yards was really awesome. But I got fired up early in the earlier in the third quarter or uh, might've been in the fourth quarter when there was a, a play where the Browns had the uh, running, the clock was marching down of uh, the, the play clock and it didn't get reset because there was some uh, issues going on with the referees and the Browns did get it, it clarified and fixed, but you could see immediately that it was really bothersome to Kevin uh, because he got fired up, man. He said a few things to that ref. Uh, we don't normally see steady Eddie be that emotional. And I knew at that moment, like, this guy is invested. This this game and this moment was big, and he knew it, and he was fired up. You know, when you talk to other coaches, you see coaches, when they start getting really emotional, it's usually because they know that their team um, is right there, that they have all the intangibles to make a great team. And so when they get perturbed, and in this case, I think Steady Eddie, you know, knows that he has this – very talented team, um, and things are coming together very nicely. It's been interesting since the um, game how some folks will want to um, 
are some folks are saying about Deshaun Watson that he was brilliant and all this stuff. And I'm not, I'm not making, I'm not crowning him the um, franchise quarterback. There has been some debate between fan on both sides. Some saying, "Oh, now you know he's our franchise quarterback." Obviously, he's our franchise quarterback because we paid a god amount of money for the guy. So he is the franchise quarterback, but some people get annoyed with the whole idea of crowning him the franchise quarterback and suggesting that he is brilliant. And he did make some amazing um, throws and did some amazing things on the football field that have been analyzed a lot today. But it is one game. (laughs) So I caution everybody, again, we Browns fans should know this. It is one game. And it's a very big game. I th- I saw people comparing this to be the second best game of St- Stefanski's tenure outside of the Browns playoff win against Pittsburgh back in 2020. I would argue that there are probably five or six, eight games that we could probably, and maybe we'll do that later in the week that we can rate that as far as what games were the biggest and um, most important uh, in Stefanski's favor. Obviously, this is a big win. I mean, all of us, I mean, we could talk about it uh, endlessly here. I don't think any of us Browns fans thought after that horrible start when it was 14 to nothing in a blink of an eye. I mean, my God. I mean, the, the kid threw the interception, um, you know, and that alone that separates why that game was really awesome for just Watson and the whole team at the end, Jerome Ford, Amari Cooper, all these other players that came up and did some great things, but that was a monumental mistake. The, the, the brilliance of what happened was that we were able to, the team was able to overcome that horrible mistake uh, by Watson. I mean, it was a, it was just a, a, a terrible thing. Uh, it was a lazy pass, and he threw it right into the hands of a six-four uh, cornerback safety in in uh, Hamilton. So it's not the way that the Browns anticipated the game getting off. None of us did. It was fourteen to nothing. It was twelve and a half minutes to go in the game. So kudos to the Browns for fighting back. That defense of the Browns was brilliant, just brilliant. Garrett given a sack and a half again now has 11, I believe on the season. And we've only gone through nine games, just having a fantastic year. Let's hear it for Greg Newsom. Never had an interception in his NFL career. He rarely got, I think he had one interception when he played at Northwestern. He's not the kind of cornerback that grabs the interceptions. He's had opportunities, but hadn't really, uh, done anything in that department and but he came up huge yesterday late in that game to then what we thought would be a tying extra point which made the game even more excruciating for Browns fans when he missed the extra point lord have mercy dustin hopkins how did you do that but you know that the the, the if you go back and you watch the game on replay and when i watched it in real time that touchdown the browns scored Early on in the third quarter, I don't know when they got the 17. No, I think they did the two-point conversion there. But the touchdown that got him to um, 31-24, one of the one of the extra points, he pulled it left as well. And I thought, oh, man, that's not a good sign because usually Hopkins is like right down the 
middle of the uh, uprights. But anyway, he missed it, but he came back and did what he needed to do. And um, he's a professional. Boy, that, that kid has done so much for the Brownies this year. So much. Um, so, so many people to talk about and so, so much praise. Let's go ahead and pause for a commercial break here. We are the Fanatical Elves Network. Again, thanks for following us on Apple, on Spotify. That's what we really need you guys to do. So if you're watching us here on the X or on YouTube, we need you to go over to Apple. We need you to go over to Spotify. We need you to click the follow button because that's where we get the downloads and that's where we get the big bucks, folks. We need the big bucks. <laughs> it's it's more like a penny here and a penny there. So, but we, we, we really, um, you know, we gained 80, 85 new followers on just the X yesterday. So thank you so much. Our downloads have shot up dramatically over the last couple of months. This month we're 40% more downloads than we were the previous month. And every month prior to that, we've been gaining. So we can't do it without your support. So thank you so much for following us. Spread the love. Tell folks about how much passion we as Browns fans at, on this uh, podcasting platform share out. And we're like you guys. You know, we talk about the Browns the same way you do. We have the same conversations wherever we're Ever you work or whatever you do the during the week after after games with your friends or colleagues at work, we have those same conversations. We're wearing our Browns gear today and uh, wearing my Cavs hat. I've had this Cavs hat for a long time. Um, stories <laughs> that we can talk about there. But um, let's pause for a break. <laughs> Weren't we going to pause for a break like a, a minute ago? By the way, we're going to announce the winner of the t-shirt giveaway i know some of you have tuned in to find out if you're going to win that t-shirt we'll announce that uh shortly after the break so stay tuned we are the fanatical elves network hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting go to your happy place for a happy price go to your happy price priceline i'm alex rodriguez and i'm jason kelly from bloomberg this is the deal each week you're here in conversation with business icons this show will explore deal making across sports media and entertainment that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh, did you like those commercials? We are the Fanatical Elves Network, and this is, that's right, Victory Monday, and we are celebrating, celebrating, celebrating. Can we just party like it's 1999 the rest of the week? Um, you know, it got me thinking today, too. Uh, Nick Chubb, you know, uh, he got injured in the game in week two against the Steelers. Now, some will talk, and I think it's going to be a conversation piece a lot as we go into this game against Pittsburgh. I think it'll be sort of a motivational piece that the Browns, I think, privately or maybe publicly, they'll talk about it, the, the players. But it was such a gruesome injury that happened to Nick Chubb, and there's been some debate about how that play went down. And there's still some people that hold a lot of um, anger, Browns fans, about what took place and how the, like I just said, the injury happened. Um, It was a bang-bang play. There was an additional Pittsburgh Steeler defender that went low. Um, Chubb's leg got, you know, tangled up. So I'm not going to, I'm, going to stay out of the conversation of um, which side I necessarily fall on. I think, um, you know, football is a hard sport. It's brutal. It's aggressive. (laughs) It's physical and it's mean. Um, If you want to talk about dirty uh, plays and I'm not saying that that play was necessarily dirty. I will, though, talk about the Ratbirds for a moment before we move on and talk about more about Nick Chubb. Um, what the Ratbirds did, I mean, they're a bunch of, like, they are lousy. You know, I'm calling them Ratbirds because I don't give that that organization any respect. We've talked about it before the game on this platform, on this network. Um, you know, that organization, you know, Art Modell stole the Browns and took them to create the Ratbirds and that group of players. So many of them are just dirty. They're, they're coached dirty by a a coach. That's probably dirty. (laughs) Obviously he's a Harbaugh. Um, You know, they're, they're pulling at guys' legs uh, in when guys are going down in, in groups and huddles, they're pulling at Browns players, uh, on the backside, did you see how many times did you see that in the game yesterday? I saw it at least three or four times where Ravens players are are tactfully going into these um, uh, huddles and pulling these guys out after the the play is over, trying to do stupid stuff and trying to injury injure Browns players um, or the you know, the head hunting and the extra hits on Denzel Ward after, you know, um, just going in just full blown or the play at the end of the game where uh, queen, the linebacker, what, whatnot for the Ravens in that amazing run by Watson late in that, in that last drive, go back and watch that highlight a few times. Where does queen go to tackle him? He, he could have tackled him a bazillion other places, but he went high and he took that arm of his and he hooked it right inside that uh, Watson's uh, neck, right below the helmet base. And Watson took a bit, 
to get kind of re reorganized there for a moment. If you remember, that was a brutal and nasty and dirty hit. Um, you know, I know it's football, but those Ravens, those rat birds, uh, they, they don't, they don't get any of my respect ever. Um, so Nick Chubb, you know, went out in week two against the Steelers and that really had, uh, put a damper early on in the Brown season. Now we're approaching what week 11 season goes by. I tell you, the NFL just goes by so quickly. Doesn't it not? Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but the season really turned at that moment for the Browns and the Browns have had to sort of recollect themselves and figure out what kind of team they are. And it's, it's pretty impressive. You know, you wonder, obviously Nick Chubb, what, what he would do to help uh, make this team even better. But considering what we've seen, I think they ran the ball again yesterday for what, 170, 180 yards as a team. Again, I'm going to say it. I mean, some of you Browns fans who are so nitpicky right now and talking about how two or three yards of pop isn't going to cut it in the NFL. Folks, you're six and three, and these running backs are cutting it. Now, I don't know what happened to Pierre Strong. I do think the Village Elliot, who's one of our hosts here on the Fanatical Elves Network, he's going to have a show about Pierre Strong. Pierre Strong, literally, literally used running back. Seemed like he was getting some momentum the last couple of games, but they did not play him at running back at all. Yesterday, Kareem Hunt, Jerome Ford, and Deshaun Watson used his legs quite a bit in a, in a positive way. So that was all that was needed. They ran really well. Ford had 107 yards on 17 carries. Uh, Kareem Hunt had 10 carries. So they've been kind of getting about, you know, a pretty good amount of production, 30, what, 30 carries uh, between all three of those guys, 35 carries. So, all good there. Um, lots to look forward to this week. Uh, just enjoy the rest of the week. This is a victory week, right? It's not just victory Monday. It's victory week for all of us. We we have a great opportunity against the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Squealers are going to be coming in. They're, I don't know how the hell they are six and three. Um, I'll be on one of the uh, fanatical L. No, I'll be on the fans first sports network, which helps support the fanatical elves network um, with them on there, the steel uh, network, steel curtain network. I think with Jeff Hartman, who helps run uh, the Steeler organization, uh, part of the uh, fans first there, they're going to have a couple shows on later this week. We'll see if we can get a couple on our um, show here uh, on one of our network shows, maybe the Johnny Cleveland show that I host later this week. So they're going to be, it's going to be a very busy week, but really enjoy uh, beating the Ratbirds and moving on to play the Steelers. The environment down at the stadium is going to be skyrocketing. I it just saw the weather forecast has been up and down and changing left and right in the last two days. Now they're saying up in Cleveland, it's going to be in the forties, which isn't horrible, but maybe a chance of showers, maybe a chance of a few snow flurries. Um, so it should be a, a, a classic uh, game. And, you know, all these games with the Steelers are always intense. I, I'll have to think and see how I feel about uh, giving you guys a prediction. Obviously, I think the Browns are going to win, but what what the score will be, uh, I'll have to give it some thought. But we'll talk about that maybe in our Johnny Cleveland show. Um, let's talk about a winner at our giveaway. So here is our winner. I Again, thank you so much.
we had, I think, I want to say, let me look here. It was close to about a hundred reposts um, on the, on the giveaway. Again, we had, you know, we've just really, we can't do this without you. So you guys reposting this following our show always helps. So the winner of the Browns uh, dog pound t-shirt this week is drum roll, please. Uh, it is Craig Saban, uh, Craig at Craig Saban. He is a devoted Christ follower, husband of Allison, father of Nick and Natalie, lover of all things Cleveland sports. Looks like he's maybe in uh, Indiana somewhere, according to his uh, ex uh, Twitter page. So congratulations to Craig. Uh, you are the winner of the latest dog pound t-shirt. We'll be in contact with you shortly um, and get that shipped out to you. We'll have more giveaways uh, later, uh, maybe later this week. So stay tuned, pay attention to Twitter uh, or in the X. Uh, and uh, again, thanks again. Um, thanks again. Thanks again. Thanks again. Okay. Um, folks, that's it. That's all I got. That's all I got tonight. It's a victory Monday. It's a late night victory Monday show. It's about 1045 here in, uh, in, in the Buckeye state. Um, but man, it just felt great all day. It is right. You know, us diehard Browns fans, it's just, and to see all the celebrations across the country of various uh, groups of Browns fans and Browns backers groups. You know, I lived in Kansas all those years in Wichita, the Oz chapter, great group of, uh, friends and, uh, I got family out there and they were celebrating um, at their uh, establishment and so many other places. I saw some other groups in around the Cleveland area celebrating. So fun times. It's great being a, a Cleveland sports fan. Sometimes it's, it's, it's awful, <laughs> but most times it's, it's, it's our passion and loyalty that keeps us coming back and it keeps us strong because we, we appreciate the support amongst all of us fans. It's, it's a rapport and it's a, it's a feeling that you just have uh, when you are a diehard Cleveland fan. So thanks again. Thanks for firing the fanatical elves network. It's victory Monday. The Browns beat those damn Ratbirds this week. Now it's on to play the Pittsburgh squealers. And we'll have more on that later this week. Take care, everybody. Go Browns.